In today's episode, I want to overcome the problem of what happens when someone leaves your company and you're left trying to remember what files and folders you shared with them. I'm sure you've been, if you're anything like me, in the scenario where somebody has left your company months ago and then you come across some folder with a bunch of stuff that really shouldn't be shared with anybody that doesn't work for you, still shared to that person. If you've ever had that experience or you just get frustrated with how long it takes to share everything with your new employees and then to unshare everything after they leave, then listen into this episode. I'm going to share a really simple method for overcoming this common and annoying problem. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. So today we're going to rationalize how you share your folders and files with your staff to make it super, super easy for them to be removed or added depending off their leaving or joining the company. We do this using groups. Now, what I'm going to describe here works perfectly well with Microsoft, Google, Dropbox, and probably lots of other things. The idea of a group is that it's a collection of users or email addresses. These may be users in your company. So if you've got people set up with your company domain email addresses, they can be part of a group. But it can also be people who aren't part of your company. So maybe a contract you're working with or a marketing agency, or maybe just someone using their own personal Gmail address. These can all be added to a group for the purpose of what I'm going to talk about today. Well, in Google, they definitely can anyway. That's what I use, but I'm pretty sure they can in the others as well. Now, the idea or the benefit, I should say, of using a group is that you only need to add the group email address, the one email address you've got for the whole group, to a folder or file to then give access to everybody who's a member of that group instantly without having to do anything else. So it's making make it makes it so much easier for sharing all of your files and folders. And then when you want to remove the person from, say, the 10 different folders that that group's been shared with, you simply remove them from the group and then they're automatically removed from everything. So it really makes things easy. You can also use groups if you're using Google and Microsoft to actually send an email, like a broadcast email to everybody in that group. So if you have, for example, a group called allstaff at yourcompany.com, then you could send an email to that email address, so all staff at your company, and it would then automatically forward that email to everybody in the group. So it would be quite useful for setting up broadcast emails if that's the sort of thing that you want to do. And in the same way, and then also, as I described, you can use it for your sharing purposes as well. Now, when you're setting up your groups, um, you might think, well, who should I or how should I organize my groups? And so the way we do it is we have one, an all staff group, so all staff at mycompany.com. And then we also have one for a marketing manager, one for the operations manager, one for our finance manager. Then we have one for our general um, admin assistants. We have one for our content creators. So any role in your company which requires access to certain files or folders should have a group. And this means that you don't need to then individually share any files and folders with your staff. Now, there's one exception to the rule, and that is a, if you have a work folder, which an individual member of staff saves their work in, which you want to keep private to that person, in that case, we would add them using, an e- using their own email address onto that one work folder. But everything else in our whole company, we share via groups. So this makes it super easy for two reasons, as I've mentioned. Firstly, when someone new joins the company, 
All we have to do is look down the list of roles that that person is going to undertake when they're working for us and add them to the corresponding groups that we've already set up. Those groups have already been added to all the files and folders which that role needs access to during their working day. And by then adding that new person to each of the groups, they automatically get all the permissions at the right level for everything they need to do in the whole company without us having to go in and, and add them individually to any files or folders. And this works exactly the same for shared drives or SharePoint um, uh, drives as well. That is massively helpful and massively time-saving. What's also really, really helpful is when that person leaves. And in some ways, this is the most important or the biggest benefit of using groups. Because when that person leaves, in the old days, we had to then search through files and folders and then individually remove them from everything they were shared that we shared with them. But then also go through each of our shared drives and manually look, because there's no way in Google for actually searching the sharing of shared drives. I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. So it was actually quite a big task. It was often done badly. And we end up often with the situation that you'd find a folder or file or a shared drive that somebody was still a party to many weeks or months even after they left, which obviously isn't great for security or if it's a sensitive data for GDPR. So using groups simplifies this process. When someone leaves, we just look at our spreadsheet, which we'll talk about in a second, see which groups they're a member of, remove them from those you know, handful of groups, and they are gone. They can't access anything in the company. Now, if you're using users for your company, so if, if everybody has a company email address, and when somebody leaves, you just delete that email address or, or change the password and deprovision them that way, then there's no real harm in, in leaving you know, them, them as shared uh, on a shared folder, but it's messy. So we like to keep things clean. So at a glance, I can just look and know exactly who has access to everything in the company. And by doing it this way, it makes it really simple and painless for us to actually remove people. And so therefore we do. And that keeps things just clean and just organized and makes it a lot, lot easier to manage things going forward. You don't end up with a load of obsolete email addresses hanging around, which may or may not get confused with, with live email addresses. So even if you are using just company email addresses, I still recommend doing it this way. It just really does make things a lot quicker. So how we do this on a practical level is, as I described before, I'm not going to repeat myself, but we set up a group for each role, and then we add people to those groups depending on their role in the company. But to get somebody to do this for me, I simply set up a spreadsheet, or my operations manager did, set up a spreadsheet, and we listed across the top in the first row. So each column heading was the name of the shared drive, or in SharePoint, the SharePoint drive, or the folder. And we primarily share just through shared drives, but if you depending on how you're setting up your, your sharing, it could be folders, it could be shared drives. So the, the column headings are all of the shared drives or folders you have in your company. And then down the left-hand side to the, the first column, the, the row headings, those are the names of all the groups that you're going to set up. So to begin with, you might just set up so you know, an operations group, finance group, marketing group, sales group, um, maybe a general admin group, an all-staff group. And then you have a think, okay, so if somebody's working in the role of a, you know, in the marketing department, which of my shared drives and folders does that person, that role need? And then you'd say, do they need to have view access? Do they need to have edit access? Do they need to have admin access? And then you simply write down what level of access that person needs in each of the corresponding boxes for each of the, the shared drives on your spreadsheet. Then your operations manager, if you've got one, can actually set this up for you. They can create the groups because you've given the groups names 
And we've also told that person what level of permission they need to have on each of the, the files or their folders, or sorry, the folders or the shared drives. So someone else can actually go and do all that hard, time-consuming setup for you. If you just spend the time creating this spreadsheet from, from in the beginning. And you can also get your assistant, like I said, to help you do that. They can set up the spreadsheet, put all the column headings in, put all the shared drives in, and then you just go in and fill in the group names. And that's probably a role that you'll probably have to do at this initial stage. So now you've got a spreadsheet representation of all of your folder structure and your shared drive structure and which groups have been given access to every folder or, sh or shared drive um, and what level of access they've been given. The next thing is to just simply create a list of everybody who is in each of those groups. So you list the groups again below this, this initial table. And then alongside that in the row corresponding, we simply put in everybody's email addresses that are a member of that group. When somebody then leaves the company, we look down that list and say, this person is in this group, this group, this group. Therefore, we just remove them from that group, take them off the spreadsheet, and now they are gone from everything. Similarly, when someone joins the company, we look down the groups, which roles do they need to be added to? We add them to that list so that they've got a record that they are now, uh, we've now shared that stuff with them, and then we remove them as I just described. We also do this for if we ever share individual files with a group or if, if the, the example I gave before when someone has a, a work folder then they would have access to their work folder using their their own login rather than by via a group so we then actually list that on here as well as just to absolutely double check that the person doing the deprovisioning of the person leaving knows they need to be removed from everything so in a nutshell Groups give you a very simple and effective way of managing who has access to all of your files and folders and to be able to, for anybody in your company who has, who has the right admin rights, to be able to do the onboarding of people and give them access to all of the files and folders they need before they start. And it's a really important part of actually getting someone started, starting that relationship off onto good foot is that they don't end up having to struggle with getting access to everything. So doing it this way means that when they start work, they can get on with the work that you, you delegated to them without you having to individually go and share stuff and then pinging messages back and forth. Secondly, when the person leaves, you now can be confident because you have a policy in your company that says you never share anything using an email address. You only ever share with groups with that exception of you know, their, their work folder. That means that you know 100% that when somebody leaves the company, if you remove them from the groups, they're removed from every single thing that's ever been shared. So it requires a little bit of setup with a spreadsheet. It requires installing a policy in your company that you never share via individual email addresses. You only ever share by groups. And once you've got those two things in place, it's a simple process of getting your admin, your operations manager, or your admin manager to actually do this for you every time someone comes in or leaves the company. And that's it. You've actually got now total organization of your sharing and using Dropbox, Google, Microsoft, whatever you're using, use groups. It simplifies life. It makes you more secure and it makes people feel more welcome when they come into your company, come into your company because they have access to everything they need from day one. Hopefully that helps. Thanks very much. If you like this episode, please remember to share it, to like it, to review it. Please, please review it. It means so much to us to get great reviews. And also, if you um, want more information, please join our Facebook group, Systems and Outsourcing Community, which you can find on Facebook, obviously. See you there. Thanks very much.
Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Your Success.